It's another beautiful, wonderful evening, friends out there. Once again, welcome to the Potter's Gate online broadcast. This is the voice of Isaiah Phillips Akintola. Tonight, by God's grace, we are going to continue to look into our teaching, this very important, this very crucial teaching the Lord has brought to us to give us clarity, direction, insight, and foresight to prepare us as a powerful company of men and women who are ready to engage the seasons ahead. So I want to welcome you tonight as we begin to look into some of the very critical uh, uh, materials and resources the Lord, amen, has earmarked for us. It's been a wonderful, great journey <clears throat> in the past uh, uh, few few weeks now. We've been tracking the concept, amen, of divine intention, living according to God's divine purpose and plan for our life, finding what vision is, what amen uh, our purpose is and the kind of if you will focus that is required for us to be able amen to fulfill god's intention for our life now there is something before we pray <clears throat> excuse me before we pray this this word just came to my spirit and i just quickly want to uh, uh just you know show you as we lay the foundation for uh, uh tonight all right time is the highest or the most expensive commodity in kingdom economy time is the highest or if you will the most expensive commodity in kingdom economy and then i went for them i said god has given to us enough time to discover and to fulfill his intentions for our life to me this is very profound let us pray once again, Father, we want to thank you tonight. We bless your name. We honor you, Lord. We glorify you for what your spirit, yes, is about tonight. Thank you, Lord, that you will help us to have clarity and understanding regarding your intentions for our life. Tonight, once again, we will enter into a new realm, into a new sphere, if you will, into a new order of life that will grant us, oh God, all that we need to know. So we can fully begin to adjust ourselves in line with the divine pattern that you have ordained for us. Your word says that we, yes, must live in accordance to the time <clears throat> that you have alluded to us. You said to every activity upon the earth, there is a time. And we cannot talk about vision. We cannot understand purpose. We cannot invest our focus if we don't have clarity. In, in relating to what time is if we don't know this powerful commodity that you have given to us tonight we're not talking about time but we are using this as a foundation that will help us to further understand yes father what we need to know how we need to adjust ourselves how we need to align ourselves how we need to correct ourselves yes we hear your voice you are speaking to us from various dimensions from various expression and lord tonight we want to sing we are all ears we want to hear we want to know we want to understand we are praying lord that your kingdom will come once again that your will will find inroad and expression through our life that there will be clarity and understanding clarity of purpose clarity of vision that your intention once again, Lord, will prosper in our hands as you begin to speak to us <clears throat> about a different company of men and women who will carry the intentions of your purpose in this end of days. Yes, to the finish. Lord, we adjust ourselves to this wine skin that is ready and prepared to take your intention further. Lord, we move away. We shift away from the old we come into the new, the new that is yet old, the new but is ancient. Lord, we ask you to, to tonight, oh God, to help us to rediscover your ways. 
the ways of your spirit, the economies of your spirit. We want to know the path of your spirit. We don't want to be left behind. We don't want to be lagging in the day that you are calling for maturity. In the day you are calling us to leave our father's house. What we are used to. What we are known. <laughs> what we have come to accept. You are calling us to leave. Yes. Yes. That which we have come to embrace. That which has become the norm. You are calling us to step into. Yes. The uncharted waters. You are calling us to move into realms and dimension. That only your spirit can guide us. You said you will lead us to a place we've never been before. You said to uh, uh, Peter, you said the day are coming where you will be guided to go to a place you don't want to go. Lord, we know that this moment, oh God, is a crucial moment. These are moments where you are shifting things. You are imparting men and women. You are infusing destinies into the hearts of men. You are awakening the spirit of eternity. Yes, once again, upon the house hearts of your people. You are calling the people oh God who are ready to move and to surrender. Yes, to your intentions and desire. And we say tonight we are that company of people and we yield to you. And so we declare all that you desire for us. Let it be done oh God. We do not hold back. We do not keep back. We lay all down. Like they said, we have left everything to follow you. Father, tonight we pray oh God that you will grant us once again the spirit oh God of a sojourner. You will grant us the spirit oh God of of a traveler, of a pilgrim. You will grant us, oh God, the vision, the eyes, oh God, Father, to look beyond the curvatures of time, to see beyond, oh God, what limits man, to, to go beyond the boundaries, oh God, of, of the minds of man. We ask, oh God, that you will impart us with a fresh anointing to see, to know, to understand, but muscle to make the right decision at the right time, that not one second, oh God, yes, Father, will be delayed when you say, now is the time. We thank you tonight, oh God, that everyone that will be joining us wherever they'll be joining from oh god i pray spirit of god steer their heart steer their mind oh god bring them to a new day oh god let a people oh god be prepared for you a new army oh god a new sense of engineers oh god a new sense of builders oh god a new sense of people oh god that you will call architects of the things of your spirit i pray father let your kingdom once again come let your will be done as it is done in heaven, we want to see the pattern manifest in the earth. As it is done in heaven, we want to see the replica, yes, of the heavenly order, of the heavenly life. We want to come into the nymphos of your glory for this new day. Oh, Father, we thank you. We honor you. Come, Jesus. Oh, may we be awakened to truth. May truth be awakening us. May we come to knowledge. May knowledge be stirred in our hearts. Oh God, we embrace all of you, all of your spirit, oh God, tonight. I thank you for a change that is taking place within the minds of men right now. Thank you, Lord, that you, you are communicating with men and women. You are bringing them to divine alignment. Your, your will will prosper in our hands. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Thank you so very much everyone tonight for joining us. If you're joining us, I want to welcome you to another live broadcast. A uh, couple of things uh, we are going to be looking into tonight. And uh, I just, you know, I, I just have this urgency in my spirit. 
that God is doing a new thing. God is speaking to us. God is re-emphasizing. God is, you know, uh, bringing us to a new, a new sense of, you know, awareness. There's an awakening taking place. As you know, all that we are seeking and we are touching in this season has to, has to correspond, amen, yes, with the spirit of awakening. All right? It must be correct it must be corresponding to the spirit of awakening. We don't want to be in a state where all right, we are we are lacking behind in terms of what the spirit of God is awakening what awakening us into. All right? So, uh, we are going to be talking about we're going to be looking at 12 evidence. I'm sure you're already itching. I'm sure you want to know what are this evidence, all right? 12 signs, if you will, 12 evidence, amen, of a vision from your current amen from your current job occupation all right if you are if you are occupying some job or you're doing some jobs amen out there that's very important that's very good in fact sometimes where some of us are working may just be in fact where god wants us to be but we may not fully understand how the lord will have us operate amen within that environment but that is not the that's not the direction of thought tonight as much as that is very 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 important okay because uh, when we talk about you know vision and we talk about you know uh, god's intention i'm sure a lot of people will have this religious mindset that god is calling them to a ministry and to them ministry has been defined amen as you know uh, uh, between the four walls of a church that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about whatever god ordained and designed your life for that's where amen you should be that's that's what should be taking your time that's what amen you should be focusing on that is what you should be investing into amen whatever god call you to do it's a it's a ministry in fact i was looking at that word calling god always call us out of that which we thought or assume amen to his intention to his plan and to his purposes and if you look at the bible you will notice that many of the people in fact 99 percent of the people amen that god used amen were not born into their calling amen they discovered the calling god called them amen out of where they are amen into the calling now that is very important okay Yes, there's a calling upon our life. There's something God wants us to do for him. But like I said, most time because of, you know, various situations and circumstances that shaped how we, how we were born and how we came to this world and how we've been groomed growing up, amen. Many of us really do not know. We, 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 don't, we don't start life with our calling, amen. Very few people you'll find in the word of God that there was a clarity. People like Jesus, of course, John the Baptist, amen, and few others who, amen, from the beginning of their journey in life, amen, they, 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 the, the mark of the purpose of God, the mark of the call of God was upon their life, amen. Amen. Yes, he shall be called the son of the highest. They said, Amen. They said, This one, Amen. Uh, 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 his mouth must not touch wine. His hair must not be cut. You see all those signs, Amen, that, that defines that this one has been separated. Even when they wanted to give him a name that, that connects to the culture, the identity of the environment, Amen. They wanted to continue the same old thing. They said, No, his name shall not be called Zachariah. His name is John. His name is John. They said, But there's nobody in your, in your father's, you know, uh, class there bears such a name well because god amen is interrupting amen uh, 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 the order of life when god wants to interrupt amen life and and the way we understand you know you know uh, uh, our life amen god brings a kind of a, if you will a radical change his name will be called john not zachariah 
Amen. So, so you find those people, but then you also find those that, you know, uh, uh, um, they've grown, they've gotten to certain, you know, uh, uh, level and uh, somehow God called them. Like Jesus called the 12 disciples. They were all, you know, occupying something. Many of them were what? Fishermen. We saw people like Elisha that was called from, yes, from farming, yes, to enter into his call, which is the prophetic, all right? Uh, somebody like Amos was also, you know, uh, a, a farmer. In fact, he said, he said, me, all this prophet, pro prophetic thing, I don't know. I said, I, I'm just a man, a vine dresser. <laughs> I was just a vine dresser. When the anointing, when the call of God fall upon me. Uh, so, all this thing you are, you, I, I, and when we begin to talk about all kinds of calling, you find, you know, somebody like the, like the guy, the, the guy who killed Jezebel. I mean, this guy was, is what, he was rugged. He was a, he was a military man. He, he, he doesn't understand protocol and all of these things that, I mean, he, he was, he was, he was crazy. But he, there was a call upon, in fact, the way they called him, the way they poured the oil on him, amen, was radical. So you, you, you begin to see all kinds of models and patterns and ways in relating to, you know, our calling, all right? Wherever you are right now could be a kind of a direction, a, you know, a leading towards your calling, and that's fine. And that's, those are the things that I really want to bring across to you because many of us have come to accept, have come to believe that maybe what we're doing today is what we're called, called into. No, no, your, your occupation, amen, your career does not necessarily mean that that is your calling. Yes, what you study in school or all the degrees you have gathered, amen, are good, but they may not, amen, yes, be leading you to your calling. So you need to be awakened spiritually, hallelujah. Yes, nobody discover and walk in their calling except they've been spiritually awakened. And this is why, amen, what we've been talking about deals with, first of all, that we need to be awakened. When you are awakened, your spirit is alive. You know why, hallelujah, you are existing. You are not just loafing around. You are not just, you know, trying to make it. You are not just looking for money. You are not just trying to get married. You are not just looking for a, a husband. You are not just looking for a child. You are not just looking for something to do to feel relevant. No, your relevancy is within, amen, the circumference of your calling. Now, if you don't know that, you'll be running here and there. You'll be doing what everybody is doing. You understand? You'll be hustling. <laughs> A lot of people are hustlers, you know. Let's get to do something. We've got to do something. You've got to, you understand. But that does not, you know, that may not speak to your calling. So it's important that we understand that, amen, our calling, amen, is from, is from God, is from heaven. All right? We, 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 we might be born into a calling, but we may not be aware of it. Like I said, all kinds of things shapes our life. Our parents shapes us. You understand? Environment shapes us. I mean, I discovered my calling later, you know, uh, uh, in life, you know, yeah. And there was a U-turn. Whenever there's a call of God and you walk, you walk into, you you are awakened to that calling, there's always a U-turn. And sometimes you have to turn away from very big things, from very powerful things, from very influential things, sometimes from very rich, you know, rich and wealthy things, oh yes, to answer the call of God. It's a calling. They call you, Come. Like we were sharing was it yesterday, all right? God had to call Moses from the wilderness of, of the Midianite. He was busy, hallelujah, as a, as a shepherd. There was a call upon his life. He it, it, it tried to run away from that calling. But hey, they I said, hey, come, come, come here. And they redirect him. Whenever, there's a, whenever we locate a calling, there's a redirection, hallelujah. There's a repurpose. 
Amen. And so uh, uh, the issues of time is very critical. All right. I was trying to, you know, I just lay that as a foundation. All right, God, God has given us enough time to find, to discover, and to fulfill. Amen. To fulfill our calling, and that's why I said, time, time is the highest and the most expensive commodity in what is called kingdom economy. There's something that is called kingdom economy. Kingdom economy, Hallelujah, has nothing to do with money. Money, in fact, is the least. The concept of economy, naturally, you begin to talk about money. Amen. The concept of economy in the kingdom and in the things of the spirit, you, you begin to talk about the purposes of God. You begin to talk about the counsel of God. You be talk, begin to talk about the interests of the spirit. You begin to talk about, hallelujah, the desires of God. You begin to talk about, amen, the agendas, the prophetic agendas of God, hallelujah. And all of that, amen, draws into your space, amen, all that you need to fulfill it. So kingdom economy has nothing to do with money. I remember, was it two years ago, I wrote, you know, a material on Kingdom Economy. You must see how people were abusing and, you know, challenging me online and calling me all kinds of names. This thief, they've not even read the material, but the fact that they just saw the word economy. The word economy has nothing to do, amen, with money. It's the administration of resource, hallelujah. It's the way we dispense the things of the Spirit, the things of God. And today we know that God is raising, amen, Kingdom, hallelujah, economists. God is raising kingdom economists within that within that order. There will be certain people that God will be committing money into their hands. Why? Because they've been they've been they've been proven. Amen. The Bible says, "He who is not faithful, who has not been found faithful, amen, in an unworthy manner, unworthy in, in, in a manner, in the things of the world, hallelujah, in, in in material things, cannot be given true riches, hallelujah." So there are people that will be coming into into true riches in this last day. So I was saying, I was thinking about that. So if true riches is not money wise, of course money is part of it, but it's not money wise. So there are things they will be committing into our hand, into certain people that will be able to dispense for the advancement of the kingdom. We're ready in that season. And it's important that you know that, okay? But all of this that I'm saying basically is laying a foundation for us, you know, basically to broaden our sense of understanding. I'm trying as much as possible. I'm, I'm a bit far from my mouse, so I, I, I can't, you know, click some things. But I, I, I'm trying as much as possible to also just follow, you know, uh, some of our, com you know, our comments and things like that. So please pardon me. All right. Um, okay, let me quickly share this quickly. The Bible says, amen, Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. The Bible says, my people, amen, are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. But this is not just any kind of knowledge, the knowledge of God, for the lack of the knowledge of God. The knowledge of God brings, amen, uh, uh, us into the knowledge of so many things. Of course, the knowledge of ourselves, all right? The knowledge of life, the knowledge of creation, all right? My people perish. Now, that's very, very, very powerful. That's a powerful statement, amen. God's own people, righteous people, amen. Prayerful people, people who have fasted their life up, amen. They perish because, amen, they lack the knowledge of God. They, they, they lack an understanding about God and His ways. And this is why teachings like this are very important. There are a lot of people talking the kingdom of God. We want to see this happen. But if we don't understand the modus operandi, we don't understand the framework, we don't understand, amen, what is the footing, the foundation, the, the framework, hallelujah, and the 
constructions of the things of God in the earth, amen, we will be in that state where we are perishing, even though we are, we are praying fire down, we are praying storm down, we are doing all these things. Knowledge is very important in terms of the advancement, the movement of the things of God. Knowledge, of course, is part of the spirit of God, amen. We read that in the book of Isaiah, the spirit of knowledge, yes, we rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel. So, we need to take these things, amen, very important, okay? So, the information that we are given, they are not just there, amen, for us to be wow, wow, nice information, no. It's for us to be awakened. It's for us to come into a life that accelerates us, that position us, that put us, amen, in a point, in a place where we are better effective, where we are effective and we are are productive, amen, regarding the issues of life, amen. We want to be effective, we want to be productive, okay. So, having laid this foundation, I think we should then go into what I've got in stock for us tonight, okay. This is very important because I just try to put them in a in a kind of a, a, a you know a, a bullet form so that at least we can have some level of understanding on what this is. Amen. So are you tracking with me, friends? Okay. So we're we're talking about living by divine design, and we've been dealing with amen, rediscovering vision. Okay. So many things we have said, rediscovering vision, amen, purpose, and uh, and focus, and I'm not going to go back into all of that again. But we're 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 moving on. We're building up, okay? So, and all of this, if we understand it, we say it is the concept of living by divine intention or living by divine design. All right. So, in this concept, amen. We don't want to waste our time. So, we want to understand what life is all about, what our life is all about, and all of that means that we have to discover. We have to rediscover, amen, purpose. Rediscovering yourself, you know, reinventing yourself means rediscovering God's intention for your life, amen. God's intention for my life, amen, and your life allows the advancement of the things of God in the earth. In other words, you are not wasting time. You are not wasting resource. Amen. You are not where, amen, you should not be. Amen. You locate God's plans and purpose for your life. So these 12 things at least will help us to begin to discover and understand. Amen. If indeed, if indeed, amen, there's a call of God upon your life. That's the purpose. Are you with me? These 12 things, they are like a key to help you to, okay, 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 now I understand. Now I see, truly. Yeah, so, uh, because some people don't know, amen, some people don't know if if they have a calling, if they don't have a calling, some people don't know what is the difference, okay? Uh, so, what I'm trying to do is basically to give us some nuggets, to give us some points, to help us, you know, as, I'm, as, as we begin to talk about these 12 points, I'm sure you'll be nodding your heads. Okay, okay, now I know. Oh, okay. So this is, yes, that's the point. You'll be able to, amen, affirm or confirm if indeed there's a call of God in your life and maybe what that call is. I believe that everybody, amen, that is born has got a call. Your call may be very, you know, very, uh, you know, minimal, very small. And some other call may be very big. All right? It all depends on how God defines, you know, small or big. Yes. The Bible says he, give, he, he gives to us, yes, you know, a, 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 a faith. He gives to us grace based on the measure of our faith. So what you term as, as big, 
You know, to, in the eyes of God, it may be just small. All right, what you look at as small in the eyes of God may be big. So you and you, you and me are not the one that defines the measure or the worth or the value of the call. It's God who defines that. Ours is to fulfill it. The reason for life is to please God. Amen. Man was created for the pleasure of God. Everything we are designed, created for, amen, is to bring glory to God. So th th those are the framework that should define what we are doing. All right. So I, I wish I can do this while you're looking at me, but I cannot. So I'm just going to quickly go back to this. All right. So we're dealing with 12 evidence of a vision from your current job or occupation, all right? That's what we're dealing with. 12 evidence, 12 evidence of a vision from your current job, occupation, or business, or whatever you want to call it, all right? God's dream and vision are a calling. Often, godly vision, amen, godly vision called us out of some occupation into our ordained life's, amen, mission of vision, if you will. So what are these calling? What, what are these, uh, you know, uh, a sign? Okay, let's look at them. Number one, evidence of knowing if indeed, amen, you, 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 are, you are aware of the call of God upon your life or you're not aware. All right. So these are the things that we want to talk about. The first evidence or the first sign, amen, that you carry a call of God, that it's not just an occupation, that is not just a, a you know an eight hours job you know or four hours job all right because some of us are, oh well I, I, i'm doing something your 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 job your occupation may not necessarily be your calling it may be part it may be a pathway amen to to discovering like i said god calls us out of something into Yes, it's plan and purpose for our life. And the reason for that is to also use, you know, those environment to help us grow, to shape us, to develop character values in us, to help us with, amen, human relation. If you look at the Bible, everyone that God called, like I said, they, they were called out of something from a job. All right. Guess what? Amen. The job is not their security or else those people that, you know, that follow Jesus, amen, would have been afraid. Hey, wait a minute. What are we going to be eating? Are we going to sustain? Have you noticed there was, there was no issue of, well, who is going to feed our, you know, our children, our wives and all of that? Amen. Yes. Because all of that had been, had been taken care of within the calling. So let's look at this point number one amen this call comes with a deep amen undying burden that is how you first know if there's a vision there's a call of god upon your life amen and remember this is not just limited to fivefold ministry it's not just limited to walking behind you know uh, uh the you know the pulpit it's not limited to you know being called into a prophetic you know office or being called into the pastoral office or being called or be called into a minister of a psalmist amen life generally hallelujah function by men and women who are called because the calling comes with certain grace for us to function hello listen to this listen to this to be a parent is a calling in fact to be a man is a calling to be a woman is a calling it's just that certain calling amen are more are more in are more pronounced and are more important in terms of their values okay yes uh, there are men today who don't know the purpose of being a man and so they want to be a woman and there are women today who don't know that there is that womanhood itself is a calling hallelujah yes uh, and so they want to be a man. You, you understand? You, you, you've got to understand that, you know, our calling grows, it develops. 
But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about something God designed and ordained you to fulfill, to carry out in the movement, in the advancement, amen, of his kingdom agenda, in the advancement of his prophetic, amen, agenda for creation, for redemption. There is something that your life has been tagged with, all right, that, well, I'm sure, but I'm not sure of, all right. So how to be sure of these things at what I'm talking about? I hope I'm making myself very clear. I don't want to confuse you. I want you to have clarity. I want you to have understanding. So if you, if you understand what I'm talking about, amen, just drop me a comment and say, yes, I understand what you're saying. It's, 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 it's getting clearer. You understand? Yes. This thing may sound elementary to some people, but guess what? There are people who are not even aware of these things. They've been Christians all their life. You know, they were born into Christian home. They, you know, they do all those things that people do in church. But nobody has taught them some of these things. These things, they are basic, but they are very fundamental. Hallelujah. To how we grow and to how we function in life. They are fundamental to how we spend our time and, of course, spend our life. Spending your time is spending your life. Are you getting the, are you getting this so this basically will, will will streamline amen your life will streamline your priorities amen you won't be living your life dilly dallying and just doing things amen oh thank you so very much uh, sister uh tina is getting clearer amen amen thank you sister priscilla thank you so very much for that you know our, our feedback i appreciate it now so uh, number one thing that we're looking at here okay is, is the call of god upon my life is that is there something god wants me to want me to do i'm not i'm not sure of it i'm not fully aware of it I, i've not been awakening to this thing but i can sense it so number one thing is amen this this calling comes with a deep a deep burden it comes with, amen, a deep undying burden. You know when something is a burden? <laughs> I don't know how I can explain a burden, okay? <laughs> because, you know, uh, uh, you know, religious people really don't understand. I don't think we understand what a burden is. If we do, amen, thank you, brother, uh, uh, Shafiki, all right? If we understand what a burden is, then uh, you will know why certain things, we do certain things. It's, it's a motivation. You will know why you can't be everywhere. You can't go every, you can't be part of certain things, all right? You, you can't, you, you, you are not found in certain places, all right? You, you, you will understand why, you know, your life, you know, you know, pans out in certain way. There is a burden. You, there's this thing that you just find yourself whipping and sometimes, you know, you go out of your way to want to do certain things, to, you know, to put certain things right amen because there is a burden you know jesus jesus had a burden and that burden is expressed amen through zeal amen when 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 he when he when you made a whip amen and begin to drive out the people amen, who are selling doves and all kinds of things amen in the temple the bible says it's because amen the zeal of his father consumed him you see, zeal consume you. Burden places a demand on you that even if you don't want to do it, you find yourself doing it. And most time you find people, particularly if you really want to know people who are really burdened, look for the prophets. That's why you have people, they call them whipping prophets. The burden of God pushes them to certain things. They behave in certain ways. They talk in certain ways. Amen. They act in certain ways. Hallelujah. The, 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 the weight of God's plan and purpose for their life completely them it pushes them hallelujah oh king live forever but thou see the lord tomorrow you're gonna die because you have left the ways of god that is because of the burden of god amen the burden of god when it falls on you 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 cannot but to prophesy you cannot but to you know 
pack your baggage and move to the place that you know you can function better. There, I can't explain it. This thing, certain things, English, amen, fails me <laughs> to explain what this is. But there's a burden, undying burden. You you carry it's like it's like a woman who's carrying, a, you know, a, 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 you know, a baby in a womb. You know, everywhere you go, that thing goes with you. Uh, you understand? Uh, you, you you there are certain things you want to eat, but you can't eat because because of the baby you're carrying. You know, there, there are certain places you want to go, but you can't go because of this burden that you're carrying. All right. So vision is also a burden. In fact, it is a burden. All right. So, but but one of the things, one of the ways that we get to know that we we are called of God is that there is this deep undying burden, regardless of where you are, amen, in your life. This burden is there, even if you're in the if you're you're in the palace, all right, uh, and God has sent you to go and do a mission work, amen, in some villages, in some village where you don't even know, amen, how you're going to eat there. You don't know if you're going to have you know a clean water to drink, but you're living in a palace. You're living in a mansion, all right. And sometimes you want to push that in the way, but you cannot because every time you know there's a reminder, you, you just think of that place, you think of those people, you think of that clan, you think amen, of that you know community. Uh, you, you know, you, you leave your something and you go establish you know a ministry among you know uh, uh, people who are living in you know uh, 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 in, in tents and in, and in you know uh, shacks. Uh, you, you want to be among them, even though you are you, you were born into wealth you're born into riches you're born into you know great influence but that burden compels you carabayando shikabayamba you're compelled yeah the zeal of god consume you so even if you don't want to hear isaiah again it's my, my, i don't i'm not going to listen to this man again this guy is crazy uh, tomorrow your spirit will be dying hey i i want to listen to it, it it's the burden that is pulling you you say go and listen to that truth go and listen to what that man said that crazy prophet that crazy man i don't want to have anything no but the burden keeps pulling you back <laughs> like somebody said to me you know uh, you know I, I i got to a point i i feel like i don't want to listen to you again then this person said but i don't know what I, I, something keeps pulling me back <laughs> it's not something it's what you carry on the inside it keeps pulling you back you can't escape it so that's number one you see i can i can preach a whole message on that number one alone all right number two it always seems amen to ignite a fire whenever people talk about talk about amen this vision whenever people talk about this thing amen that relates to your vision Whenever people, anywhere people, if you're in a place and people are talking about this calling, this vision of God upon your life, amen. Even if they don't mention you, there's a, it's like the baby, the Bible says the baby leaped in a, for joy in the belly. You, something leaps on the inside of you. There's a jump on the inside of you. There, there's a yes, there, there's an affirmation. Even if people are not talking about you, but they are speaking to something that relates to God's plan, God's purpose for your life, God's calling for your life. Amen. It always ignites. There's a fire. There's an awakening. There's yes, yes. Guess what? Even if you are tired, you're just about to go to sleep. And maybe somebody just begin to speak on the television. Amen. In relating to God's plan and purpose for your life. You don't know where that strength comes from. You just jump out of the bed. You that you say, I'm tired. Or I want to go to sleep now. You, you just jump. You, you, 
it comes with a divine energy and strength. Hallelujah. There's an, there's an ignition. There's an igniting of the fire of God. Jeremiah said it's like a, it's like a fire that is shut up in my bones. <laughs> You're willing to, you know, to, to leave everything. Yes. So, so these are signs. Amen. You feel this fire on the inside of you. Remember, you have not even come to begin to fulfill this vision. These are just signs. Huh? It always seems to ignite a fire in you whenever people talk in relation, in relating to the vision. Even when you are not even mentioned directly. They're not talking to you. They're just People are just talking and they're mentioning something that deals with that thing that, puts, that places a burden in your heart. You jump up. That's number two. Number three, it creates a deep It creates a deep sense of curiosity and interest that guides you to us, amen. The depth of collecting information and intelligence in understanding this thing. Curiosity. You're just curious. You want to know more. Hey, what's this thing? You understand? It's like the Ethiopian Enoch who was going home and reading the book of Isaiah. He had no clue of what he was reading. And the Lord, of course, knew that they set him up. <laughs> they set him up. Philip was there. He said, John the chariot. And I mean, in his state, in his position, with his you know influence. This is this is this is the minister of finance. And you see him start asking questions. Those are one of the ways you begin to know that hey, uh, there might just be a calling. You start asking questions. You want to know. You want to know. You want to connect yourself with people, amen, who seem to have sight regarding that, you know, vision or mandate or call of God upon your life. All right? It creates a deep sense of curiosity. Every time you read a book or you read, if anything that relates to that, you know, uh, 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 vision or call of God, you know, something on the inside of you jumps up from that book. Yes. Are you getting this, friends? Let's go on. That's number three. Number four. It leads you into the place of timeless prayer. Where you find yourself every time you go to pray. And when it comes to this thing that maybe you feel God has called you in to do. And you start praying. And you find yourself start weeping in prayer. You find yourself amen, going from you know maybe 10 minutes prayer. You're going into 20 minutes. From 20 minutes you're going into half an hour. From half an hour you find yourself still praying. You're tired. You're soaked. Amen. The whole ground is already soaked. Amen. With sweat. And you still find yourself amen, praying the more. The, 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 the more you pray. The more the increase of the burden. The more you pray. The more hallelujah. And on dying fire and passion rises in your heart regarding this thing. You're praying timeless prayer. You think you're done. You went to shower. You, you in the shower, you still find yourself. Suddenly you find yourself prophesying. Maybe God have called you. You've you have a burden regarding the city and nation. You find yourself, amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I, I can relate to all of this. It leads you into amen, the place of timeless, timeless prayer and fasting, meditation, to better understand the nature and the objective of the vision. Remember, at this point, you are still not fulfilling the vision. 
But these are things that awakens you. They, they, they are pointers. They direct you. Ah, aha. Now you know. Number five. This thing on the inside of you called the vision of God. It picks you out among the crowd. Everybody is there. Suddenly they point at you. They say, ah, please, could you just, uh, uh, can you exalt us on this uh, point, on this area? Or could you pray for us? Could you just pray for maybe uh, uh, this country? Uh, the, uh, the same country that you have a burden for. Could, could you please pray for us? Uh, and you're like, ah, but why me? Yes. That thing, that vision will always earlier point you out amidst the crowd. Maybe your, your job, your company will send you to a place that leads you towards, amen, where God is preparing you for. Everything around you will be speaking in relating to that vision. You can't miss it. It's like everything you see is a message speaking to you in relating to, you see, this is very important. And I'm picking the reason why God is saying all of this is because there are new creams, there are new crops of leaders Amen. Men and women who are going to become amen, carriers of the next grace of the frontiers of the things of God. They need to be sure. They need to know what ministry is all about. What amen, vision is all about. What the dreams of God is all about. They need to know so they can be amen, rightly cued. They can be rightly connected. They can be rightly linked. Hallelujah. To the right spirit. You don't want to waste your time, amen, in a place that will derail you, that will take you back, amen, five, ten years, rather than you advancing to the things of God, but you are wrongly connected, and so you find yourself wasting time. Remember I said, time is a spiritual commodity, is a kingdom commodity. You waste it, you waste your life. You don't want to waste time. You don't want to waste time. This thing will point you out. Even when you feel tired, you feel like you're just, you're just hiding among the crowd. Somehow, somebody, you know, maybe you're in a meeting. And they, everybody, they say, okay, let's pray for each other. Uh, join hands. You know, one-on-one. -on -one. You know, that's kind of a meeting, one-on-one. -on -one. And you're praying. All right? And suddenly, that person praying, for, praying with you, start, start, you know, suddenly start praying prophesying and that person is that person doesn't know you or maybe that person know you but that person doesn't know what you're carrying suddenly the person start prophesying directly into yes what you've been sensing on the inside what do you think god is doing <laughs> nobody bumps into their calling on a waist no nobody nobody they prepare you circumstance they will use circumstance to prepare you so, it always pick you out among the crowd. Number six, you never get the sense of job satisfaction when you are carrying amen, a vision and you are not in the place of the fulfillment of that vision earlier. You never get satisfied with what you're doing. There's always this, I want to do more. I want, you see, somebody say, oh, I'm just tired of this job. It's not the job that you are tired of. It's amen, a greater call of God upon your life. That is taking place. You understand? You've got to know. You never get a sense of job satisfaction. When amen, you, you are on the line. You are on the path of discovering. The purpose of God for your life. 
you feel you feel dissatisfied you sometimes you feel inadequate even though you are very skilled you you know what you're doing but yeah it's because there's something bigger there's something greater that they want they're calling you into amen yes remember something bigger and, and, and greater does not have to do with influence or affluence all right number that's number six that's number six you never get a sense of hallelujah job satisfaction no matter what you do you feel ah, there's something more i need to do there's some well those are pointers amen number seven it gives now this is very important this thing on the inside of you gives you a foretaste, amen, a foretaste perspective of what is ahead of you. Sometimes you find yourself in a state that seems as if now you are fulfilling the vision. No, no, it's just giving you a foretaste. Somebody can come and call you and say, hey, please, uh, brother, can you come and share, you know, with us? Come and share in our church regarding this thing. It's giving you a foretaste. Don't make the mistake of thinking that because, amen, you are asked to do something or you are asked to give a talk or you are to give a presentation that you have begin to fulfill the calling remember we also we already have amen the pointers that will allow us to understand when we should begin to fulfill the calling so that is very important this these are just amen pointers to tell you that oh, oh there's something on the inside of me all right somebody say okay please could you come uh, and do something could you write on this could you write an article on this could you come share hallelujah with the sisters around this issue amen could you come talk about this all right it, it's a pointer it gives you a foretaste of your future calling and assignment i love this one because i've been in that position where I was given opportunity, all right. Uh, you know, while I was in, while I was still in, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, um, you know, while I was still under, you know, under, under my pastor. You understand? Saturdays like this, we're given opportunity to go for evangelism, boss evangelism. You know, boss evangelism. So everybody's, I mean, everybody, everybody's, everybody's, and somehow, you know, they just point at me. And they say, "Ah, brother, give us a word. You know, give us a word to prepare uh, to prepare us before we go into the community and start preaching." We used to do that Saturdays. Oh, I used to love that. And you know, and those are the, those are pointers that tells me that the hand of the Lord upon, was upon my life. And then people begin to say, it. "Okay, we're going to also get to that point." Or they call me to, you know, you know, to, 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 you know, to, to pray. And then I bust into the prophetic. And then I just bust into, you know, singing. And my song is not the, your normal song that everybody sings. <laughs> my, my song is not the, the song that everybody knows. I'm singing, but I'm singing in the spirit. I'm like, of course, I'm a psalmist. People don't know that aspect of me. I, you know, very few people know that I'm a psalmist. I begin to sing and I begin to, I, I, you know, I, I begin to chant. You know, there, there's a there's a way you can chant in the spirit. I, will, I began to chant and people start weeping in the bus. I'm talking about some of them are ministers. And they're like, they've not, because that's not something that people are used to in the church that we attend. But this is something God has given to me. And so, you know, people are like, so they like it every time they call me amen and then maybe we somebody's having a you know a, a, a birthday they will always call me they say come and give a word all right <clears throat> excuse me come and give a word of exaltation or they will ask me can you sing over this person oh and i just take my time i take my time suddenly i'm in the spirit i'm hearing the voice of god over this person and i sing the prophecy i sing the pro i sing sing the spirit of prophecy into that person i sing the song of zion into that person's life 
<laughs> I mean, oh God, help me. I love this. I love this. I love this. Amen. So it gives you a foretaste of what is ahead of you in terms of the assignment of the vision. And I'm sure you can relate to what I'm talking about. You are among sisters. All right? Every, we're just, you're just chatting, chatting. And suddenly you, you begin to see something and everybody's like, everybody's quiet. Whoa. And like, and, and you know, I, I, as a teenager growing up, people used to say that to me. Oh, then they would say, Revelation. This is, this is heavy. You hear, you know, they're like, ah, bro, when are you going to start your ministry? Are you getting the point? Thank you, Jesus. Did where did we stop now? All right, number eight. Your income is never seen as a sign of security or a source of satisfaction. Even when it seems you are being paid a reasonable amount. Even when it seems as if you are paid well. You never get satisfied. Something on the inside of you tells you. No. This is not my Cana. This is not my place of rest. Something on the inside. There, there's a burden. You know, you're paid well. You, 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 you smile to the bank like some people will say. But there's still this thing on the inside. No, it's like no. No. There's more. There's something more to, to my life. There's something more than, you know, this car, this house, this so-called comfort. Amen. Your income is never seen as, as your security or a source of satisfaction. What people will, you know, at the end of the month, people are like, yeah, hallelujah, he praised God, testimony. But there's a burden in your heart. In fact, you use that sum of your income, amen, to, to begin to do certain things, amen, that seem to trigger or, or move forward, amen. You, you want to make food for people who are hungry. You want to buy things for, you know, you, you want to go out of your way. There is, there's, it's like, yes, I, I've got money, but there is more to money. This is a powerful one. Because most people, the moment amen, uh, there's an increase in their income, guess what? They forget the burden of God. They forget the burden of God. They forget, amen, the burden, they forget that there's a vision. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, uh, the, you know, my, they just increase our, you know, our salary, you know. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, the Lord is good. God just answered my prayer. No matter how you increase the salary of these people, the, the, the burden grips their heart. They are never satisfied. They're never satisfied. They live a comfort zone, comfort realm. And enter into a place they know that they are going to suffer. But they rather choose to suffer and fulfill amen, what God has placed upon their life than to be found in a place of comfort. You know, a lot of people, uh, you, you would, um, a lot of, I'm sure a lot of people who are following me would know uh, 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 um, Elder Ezra Deji Williams. Reverend Elder Williams, you know, and they, they used he used to stay in UK. He moved to UK at some point. That was before I left Nigeria. They moved to UK. 
and I mean, who who doesn't want to go to United Kingdom? He was doing, I mean, at least he was doing okay there. Things where you know, and he's a bit comfortable. I mean, you can't compare UK to Nigeria in terms of you know certain amenities. You get your not normal natural things, and in fact, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's a UK citizen. But guess what? <laughs> he said the Lord told him to come back to Nigeria. That's where ministry is. So he left UK to return back to Nigeria. <laughs> to come and be suffering with electricity and suffering with wrong, you know, uh, uh, internet connection and all of this thing. But guess what? He finds fulfillment there. I mean, that's a very good one. There's another person that I know. In fact, the person who, who ordained me into, into, you know, my prophetic ministry. You understand? He, they, they were living in UK for years. The Lord told him, now it's time for you to leave UK and go back to go back home, go back to Nigeria, that's and start ministry there. There's a very popular prophet, you know, uh, 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 um, that a lot of people know, and one of the very sound prophet who, who used to live, I think, also in United Kingdom. I'm not sure. I think he's in United Kingdom. He moved from U United Kingdom, or uh, not too long ago, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was last year. He moved to Nigeria. Now, and I'm not saying Nigeria is bad. Of course, Nigeria today is very, very, you know, advanced. You know, <laughs> many people when they get to Nigeria, they'll be shocked. In fact, when I when I was looking at certain, you know, uh, you know, uh, development in Nigeria, I'm like, is this same, is this same country that I left behind? You know, a few years ago, it's all transformed. <laughs> you understand? Yes. But the point is, people would rather live. You see, these are people of God. These are people who have grace, who have the call of God upon their life. Tomorrow now, if the Lord asks me to live where I am now, go back to Nigeria, I will be going back home. Not because, amen, uh, because it's more comfortable now. No, but because that's what God wants for me. So you see, it's not about our, you know, it's not about our comfort. It's about where the Spirit of God, amen, is leading us to. So if you want to live life, if your idea of Christianity is about, you know, life go better, you know, I just want to make it, I just want to break through, you know, which is what they're teaching people there. You will never be able, hallelujah, to move in the direction of God's vision for your life because the vision of God will take you to certain place, amen, that your body, your soul might not want to go. Hallelujah. People who who are truly burdened with the grace of God, with the call of God upon their life, they always move back to the place where they can make a difference. They always move back to where, amen, they can pioneer new things. Where they can, and, and this speaks into the area of business too. There are people, amen, who are leaving South Africa to go back to, you know, uh, Zimbabwe and, and Malawi and their country, amen, to go and establish something new. All right? They came to South Africa to gather maybe resources, to gather you know, information, knowledge, amen. But they're going back home. That's what vision does. Vision is not looking for the most comfortable place. All right? Tomorrow, and I can't wake up and say, well, I want to go to America because America is a better place. There's no better place when it comes to God's vision. The, the better place is the place where God leads you. It's the place where the vision of God gu guides you. And when God leads you to a place, no matter how that place looks in the natural, no matter how, amen, you know, uncomfortable, unpalatable, amen, rough, difficult the environment may look, God will always be there for you. He will provide for you. He will protect you. And he will make sure that his intention for your life is fulfilled. And when his intention, his intention for your life is finished, guess what? You're also done. 
and it's this kind of understanding that we should wear as believers so when people come to a place like south africa let's not think oh they're running away oh well they, they, like they will say here yeah, these people are coming to take and you you will even hear men of god church people say yeah they've come to take our job they've come to take our this they've come to take our you don't understand that god amen move people from place to place amen for a reason for a purpose and when that reason or purpose is established it moves them out of that place hallelujah I'm not, I don't believe that I'm going to die in South Africa. I'm going to live all my life now. I believe that God sent me here on a mission. I don't know when that mission, you know, will be, will be ending. Amen. But once that mission gets end to, gets to end, I want to be in the next place. It doesn't mean that I have to go back to Nigeria. God can say, go back, go to Zimbabwe and start something there. God can say, go to Malawi, go to Botswana. He can lead me anywhere. Wherever he leads me is where I want to go because that's where I'm going to find rest for my soul. Jesus pray where I am is where I want them to be where is God in your life where is God you are from Nigeria but God may not be in Nigeria in terms of your calling it may be hallelujah in Somalia it may be amen in, in, in Rwanda amen wherever God is leading you that's where you find rest and that has nothing to do with uh, you know uh, 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 you know today they talk about job security you know financial security your security is in is in is within the vision and the vision makes provision hallelujah i like that come on let's let's go to number uh, number 9 no matter where amen, no matter what you are doing this vision always seem amen to guide you back hallelujah to the main goal of of getting to amen to get of getting to how to fulfill amen that vision no matter where you you can be in america like I've, i was explaining right now if the vision of god is for you to be in south africa in america god will create hallelujah the scene he will create you know uh, you know circumstance that will bring you to south africa <laughs> you can't run away you understand if they want you to be amen, in uganda ah uh, well but you want to go to america even from America, they will they will do a connect a connecting flight back to Uganda. <laughs> no matter where what no matter what you are doing, no matter where you are, hallelujah, the vision will always guide you back, will always lead you back to the place they expect you to be, so you can function there. Remember, all these are signal because sometimes you'll be wondering, uh, but why why are they why why are they now you know deploying me to this place? Why are they sending me there? You know why 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 am I feeling I need to be praying for Mongolia? What what's going on? What what am I supposed to be doing in China? Well, if you are a person of the spirit, you will know maybe the Lord Amen is staring something there. Oh, you understand? Why is the Lord directing me to this kind of a man? Huh? Huh? This is not the kind of a man I want to get married to. Oh, oh sorry. The issues, the issues of, you know, counterpartability. Amen. It's irrelevant when it comes to the things of God. It is vision that connects two people together. Uh, we are not compatible. Who defines, you know, if you are compatible with somebody or not? Are you the one that defines, amen, that you're compatible, you're not compatible? Uh, no, this is not the this is not the kind of my man. Excuse me, what's the kind of your man? This is not the kind of my woman. What's the kind of your woman? You want to know the kind of your man, the kind of your woman? Look into your vision. The vision selects for you, amen, who is compatible and who is not. No, that's a bonus. <laughs> Number 10. It sends people 
from far and near to confirm the seed of the vision on the inside of you. This is very powerful. I've seen this happen several times. God will send amen, people, people who know nothing about you. You're just having a discussion, you know, just a casual chat. Suddenly, that casual discussion, you know, start leading into confirming something that God wants you to do or that you're impregnated with that is called a vision. And you're having a conversation, but, you know, there's a witness on the inside of you. Why is this person talking like this? Why is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because God, amen. You see, like I said, they don't force you into this thing. When you go into it, you are fully sure, you are fully aware that this is what God has planned for my life. There's nothing like accidental, you know, collision with a vision. No, 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 no. There's nothing like that. The seed of that vision sends people far, far and near to confirm. They may not tell you, oh, that's yet the Lord, I'm here to confirm. No, no, no. They may just be having a, a discussion with. There may be people you just meet amen, in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a cafeteria, you know, in some coffee bar, you know. You, you meet them maybe at the airport. You meet them somewhere in a very casual way. You know, you just see somebody say, hello, hello, you know, or, oh, you're a Christian. You're, and they start talking, and you start talking. And what they're saying is, is pointing to something deep. They are not even aware that they are confirming something. Are you getting this, friends? That's number 10. Let's deal with the two last one, then I'm done. It leads you to us, amen. The grace and gift ordained to mentor, to mentor you, amen, for the vision. Yeah. Many of you that were directed towards you know towards me to my life to my ministry is because god has planned something for your life the vision selects the mentor the vision selects the mentor the world will say will select the coach you see my kind of calling and ministry amen will select the kind of people that needs it. That's why not everybody listen to me. You see, I don't always get, you know, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, 200 people, you know, following and, and liking. I'm very aware of that. It's important that you are aware of your audience. <laughs> when I got, you know, uh, recently I got 102 people following me on YouTube. I'm like, wow, this is breakthrough. You know, and people have been asking me, we can help you to do this. Just pay us, we'll be able to do X, Y, Z. You get more traffic. I said, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm not looking for that kind of traffic. I'm looking for those that God has sent to me. <laughs> so that when I scream at them, when I shout at them, they won't pack their baggage and leave because God sent them. <laughs> you understand? When I tell them, do ten, you know, uh, uh, jump ups, you know, do three push ups, amen. Do 10 push-ups they were like hello what do you think you are keep your ministry keep your whatever no are you understanding your vision will select who is your mentor who who, who are designed to train you you are not the one this, you, you it's not because you like isaiah 
I, I like that man. It's not just because you love the truth. It's because of what you are carrying. What you are carrying, hallelujah, will lead you to the kind of person or people that will equip you for it. Even if you don't like them. Have you seen those people who are into, you know, uh, uh, the American Marines? You know? Many of those cadets don't like, amen, you know, the guy, the, the trainer, they don't, because he's asking them to do things that look impossible. But guess what? When they finish, and, you know, some of them pass, because not everybody pass. In fact, most of them, they get angry. They leave the place. They say, no, no, I don't want to be an army again. I don't want to join the American, for, you know, the American army. I don't want to join the American navy again. No, 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 I'm tired. This is just too much for me. Of course. Because they will push you to the max. They will push you until you break. But those, hallelujah, who refuses to break, amen, are the ones that are giving honor. You see them. The same captain who is demanding this, pushing them, he gives them a salute. He salutes them for, amen, for their, for their commitment. He salutes them, hallelujah, for their, for their doggedness, for their resolve, hallelujah. That when he tells them, give me 10 push-ups, they continue to do it. When he gives them that medal, hallelujah, they, 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 and he gives them a salute, he says, yes, now you, now you are worthy, amen, man and a woman, to join the American, you know, uh, navy corps to join the american amen you know marine corps that's why i mean back in the days i mean i used to love to watch those you know those those movies that you know that that pushes you to the max training there's one they do for personal self and there's others that they do for teamwork you must help your team until amen that job is done you can't say you are the best you leave your team behind no you fail Many of us don't even know that all that we are doing, amen, you are being trained. You are being trained deliberately. Some of the things that I say are training. Some, some, some to get you, you know, want to, you know, leave and say, I'm, I'm, let me just leave. You live to your detriment because I'm not the one that is going to lose. I'm your trainer. I'm supposed to get the best out of you. And I will use whatever means, of course, that, are, that is in line, amen, with the truth that is biblical, amen, to bring. Because listen, the soul, the soul is very manipulative. The soul is very strong. The soul will tell you, leave him. There are other people. <laughs> the Bible says in the last day, people will, particularly those who have resources, they will gather for themselves. They say, you, you, we'll pay you, come and prophesy, come teach, teach us. But God help you, if you say something that, that, that we don't like, we will fire you. <laughs> you know, pastors are employed. <laughs> so they fire them at the end of the month. If they don't do well, they don't pay them. <laughs> God help you. <laughs> are you getting the point? Oh. God places people into your, into your life to bring out the best. Amen. Number 12. The gift of such a vision will eventually create an avenue and a revenue for you to begin to tr to track how to fulfill that vision. Hallelujah. Nice words, huh? Nice concept. I'm done, friends.
That last one, that vision will create an avenue, will create revenues, will create the resource. You just, one day you just say, okay, now it's time. Now I want to really live in the vision of God. And you maybe, if, if that's part of God's plan, you put in your resignation. And everybody says, are you crazy? Are you out of your brain? What? Why are you? No. God is promoting you. Stepping into your vision is a promotion and never a demotion. Stepping into the unknown to fulfill God's plan for your life is a promotion and never a demotion. That's a good word for you to remember. Stepping into what God has called you to do is always a promotion. Never a demotion. It may not require you to resign from something. It might be for you to move up higher. Whatever it is. But when you move from just, you know, living from occupation to start occupying your space. Remember, I told you earlier, time is given to you, amen, to only fulfill God's plan and purpose. So don't waste it. It's a commodity. It's the most expensive commodity. Time is more important than the anointing. Hallelujah. Time is more important than the anointing. If you have the anointing but you don't have the time, amen, to function in that anointing, you're as good as dead. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Honor and glory be unto you, Lamb of God. What a word. What, a, what, a, what, what an information. What a transformation. Thank you, Father, for these things that you have said to us. We are grateful. You're building a people. In this end of days, you are training a people. Their life will never be, be, be the same again. From across the world, you are gathering a people that you are training, that you want to use in this last day. We want to become that apostolic hub, just as it were in the early church. We want to become a company of people who understood their place and who can function, yes, in their, in their calling and, 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 and carry out corporately the voice of your prophetic mandate for this end of days. Thank you, Lord, that the knowledge of your glory is covering the earth even as the water covers the sea. We will never back in giving. We will never, oh God, allow the enemy to, put, put, to push us to a point and a place where we give up. This is just the beginning. And so we are grateful. We thank you for all the things that you have done. Thank you for the things that you are bringing to our understanding. Thank you for realignment, re reordering of, of mindset, belief system. Thank you, Lord, that we are awakening to truth. Your goodness and grace will continue to prosper in our life. I bless you for all my brothers and my sisters and those that will be watching and listening to this broadcast. Father, I pray for them. May the seed of this word, oh God, keep building them. May they make the right decision that they need to make. And may their life, oh God, bring glory and honor to you. Thank you so very much, everyone. I really am grateful to God for this wonderful time once again that we have shared together. Uh, please go back and listen to it again. Of course, you can, you can always do that. Rewind, amen, and replay again. Uh, and take notes until, amen, everything sinks. I mean... The things we've been talking about for the past, you know, uh, uh, 
two weeks now profound profound i was listening to some of these messages amen yesterday and today and it's like god almighty i wish people can really sit down and really take notes god bless you we'll see you again have a have yourself a wonderful uh, uh evening love you bye-bye